Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, I'm talking about how I went on a literal wild goose chase in Pittsburgh. Justin will share about his mic'd up experience with ESPN, and I'll chat about how I'm one step closer to my dream job. All coming up right now on Holding Court. The alert just had to come in the morning after a very late game. What was that? <laughs> the fact. Okay, so if you have an iPhone, I think it was just iPhone. Uh, an alert came in this morning that just said, please evacuate if you are in Chevy Chase Canyon. Sounds like a dream, honestly. Well, I was thinking it was the studio. Like one of no, the. No, I mean, I'm talking about Chevy Chase Candy. Yeah, Canyon. <laughs> like living in like, Chevy Chase yeah, Canyon. Like, did he like make that? Did he build it? I just thought it was on, because all the studios like CBS uh, will have all the streets are named after actors or movies, like same with like Universal Studios. So yeah. I'm like, where is this? But I actually, when it first went off, full disclosure, we were sleeping in, I think it was nine, which is kind of late for us to sleep in. But last night was a late game. Yeah. And I was thinking it was in our house. And I was at first, I like when I first woke up, I thought it was like the carbon monoxide detector or something because it was just so wild. It did, I, wow, in, thanks for waking me up. My brain didn't process <laughs> that it was coming out of my phone at first. And then I'm like, let me figure out what's going on. And I don't know why I just expected to pick up my phone and have a million missed calls of people alerting me of whatever was going on in the world. But I look at my phone and it says, please evacuate Chevy Chase Canyon. And is it Chevy Chase? No, it's Chevy Chase. <laughs> what if it was Chevy, Chevy Chase? It was like a car chase. No, but so I look over at you and you're just like, okay, like good like, to know if I ever need you in an emergency that I'm no, going to have to really ruffle your feathers. I was, I was under the assumption, honestly, that because the fires down in Orange County, Oh, that it was really I thought that the they fires. were like evacuating down where the fires are. That's fair. It, that I mean, who honestly, when they got that, knew where Chevy Chase Canyon was? No, I didn't. And I Googled and I couldn't see it at first. So then I go to Twitter and I tweet out Googling Chevy Chase Canyon. And then I search it on Twitter and everyone was like, point of view, you just woke up and you're Google searching <laughs> Chevy Chase Canyon. I guess it was actually just a, like a test at a school. But how does that happen? Like, I know. I'm is that like a hack? Is that no, like, I think it just maybe went out to the wrong people. I wonder if maybe it was something they were coordinating with the school and parents maybe being like, this is what would happen in an emergency. Like everyone would get this alert in this area. But I mean, Far and wide, everyone in LA County got this alert. Remember the one in Hawaii? Yeah. That was a glitch and someone accidentally hit send. And I think it was like tsunami warning for all of Hawaii. And then it got sent out or something like that, right? Yeah. It was something wild in Hawaii and everyone got it. And then they said, oh, someone accidentally sent that out. We were just testing to make sure we were aware or like we were prepared to send out. Something so what do you like think this? the radius was of this? Because if it's in Glendale and we got it here, like. I think it, it was all of LA County. Got all it. of LA County. Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't it be funny if the whole country got it? <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, where, everyone's is like where is that? That had to be a trending Google search today. 
if all of LA County woke up thinking well, definitely a local trend. Well, you just, I don't know. I get so many alerts for citizen and all these apps of things happening. And I don't know for one to come through <laughs> too many through Apple. I know I'm like neighborhood watch over here, but I don't know. It's it gave me a fright. I'm not going to lie, but all is well. And then the alert came out about 15 minutes later saying, Oh, just kidding. That was just a test. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Thank you. What? And then it said, it was like, just this area only like the way that it was the tone was so casual on the the rebuttal of the alert i was like god who's writing this but i don't know things happen i just can't imagine being the person that has the power to send a message to every single iphone in la county exactly. what would i say what if you got one message what would you send out to know, la county i want to check the stock for apple and see if it plummeted <laughs> after that no what do you, what would you send to all of LA County? If you got one alert message to send in this moment, no, like just ever, like if you were oh. given like your one gift was, we're going to let you have control of the system and send out one message. Jeez. I don't know if it was today. I would tweet go Kings go for game seven tonight. So. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I drop my handle, my IG handle. Oh, yeah. Get some followers. Be like, P.S. Like, you could say, go Kings, go P.S. at Red Turn 2. Like, comment, follow. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably put our, I, I I don't know, I'd treat it like a bio. I'd maybe send out, like, my handles. I'd send out our foundation website. I'd say, go Dodgers. I don't know what else I would do. Yeah, definitely go Dodgers. Um that's a good question. Which, by the way, I, like, there's two game sevens coming up in the NHL, and most of our guys are all, like, super into the NBA playoffs, and I'm, like, dialed into hockey. Yeah. And if it goes a certain way, this next round's going to be tough for me. I think I need some advice from the fans, because obviously <laughs> I grew up a Kings fan from L.A., love the Kings. They win game seven, and Calgary wins game seven. They'll be playing each other. And our really, really, really good friend and former king, Tyler Toffoli, is with Calgary. Yeah. And I watch every one of his games, and I root for him. And I, it's going to be a tough second round if they both win game seven. I don't know what to do. Well, I think about m like my life growing up and being a White Sox fan. Yeah. And I always think when you're done playing, am I just... Do I just go back to me? I just think, I, I don't know. It's so tough. Like, obviously, I'm always going to love the Dodgers. But yeah, I'm very weird about this stuff. I'm very weird about Fairweather fan. Not that it's like a Fairweather fan situation for you. Obviously, like, you have someone that is one of your close yeah. friends on the team. I mean, I'm obviously not. I didn't never grew up a Calgary fan. Right. When he got traded over Why there. Why would you? Like, I just watch every game because I enjoy watching him play yeah no it's tough like I think about that like will like when you're done playing I don't know but then I imagine like I don't know it's just tough like obviously I think for me like I I didn't really grow up with I grew up liking hockey but I think like I like followed like the wolves like the AHL team and then I like the ducks and just, you liked it, Indian Ice. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I didn't really have like an NHL team, so you were a Ducks 
You were a Ducks fan. Yeah, no, totally. Like, if you ask me my NHL team, like, it's the Ducks. Wait, can you tell the story real quick about your ice girl experience? What story? How you wanted to be a Ducks ice girl. Oh, yeah. So, I went to... This is funny. (laughs) It made more sense, like, in the end. But, so, I wanted to be a Ducks girl. And I went to the LA Kings ice tryout as practice. And then I was there's so many rounds I think there's I want to say there's like five rounds and it's over the course of several days you have like your on ice stuff you have interviews then you have more interviews um and then you you get a call back and you do like this fitness stuff which like is I don't know it's like a whole it's a whole process Yeah. yeah and I was in and you were just there to kind of get experience because you're like I want to be like fine-tuned for when I try out for the Yeah, because I fully, like, learned how to ice skate to try out. I never really skated growing up, and I, like, learned on hockey skates, like, leading up to this, which, by the way, great butt and leg workout if you're looking for one, ice skating. And I'm in, I get the letter. It's, like, your golden ticket to the final round, which is, like, a sit-down, like, formal interview at Staples Center. And the Ducks tryouts are that day. So like, I don't, I don't go to the Ducks tryout. I had to like, were you like wrestling it though? Like, do I go to this or do I go to the Ducks? Like if I'm, if I'm essentially making it as a Kings girl, it's going to be a shoe in to be a Ducks girl, right? No, not necessarily. Cause you have a lot of returned girl, like girls oh, that come true. back and like, those are almost automatic. I've seen a lot of them not make it again. Like they get cut when they've already done it, which is strange. But, um, I was kind of like poking my head around like, Daryl, you have any idea if I'm going to make this thing? Yeah. <laughs> like you really just don't know, but I just Well, did you like, know Daryl well? No, I met that, him. that, you met him at the tryout. No, I met him at the tryout. Yeah. But um, it worked out, but I know. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Because you have to like put your all your eggs in one basket. By Daryl, we're talking about Daryl Evans. Yes. Yeah. The famous um, miracle on Manchester. Papa Puck. Papa Puck. Best dressed man in the NHL. Yes. He's now the color commentator for the Kings, if you don't know. But he is the skate coach for the Ice Girls, and he is incredible. So shout out, Daryl. But yeah, so I don't know. It's tough. Like, And then obviously you cheer for the Kings when I worked there. But then I go back to being a Ducks fan. But then obviously getting close to Tyler, when Kat met Tyler, like we start rooting for the Kings. So I don't know. Like it's where your heart is. I think for this one, like I'm Calgary all the way. I just, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't. think, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I, m- some people might disagree, but I think that, you know, your friendships are worth more than your loyalties and your fandom. I don't know. I take back what I said. I'm not Calgary all the way. I'm Tyler all the way. Tyler. Yes. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like. It's tricky. I'm not like going out and buying a Jersey, but I'm rooting for Tyler to win. Yeah. Just because I, I don't know. That's It's also hard because there's so many kings on the flames. Like yeah. Lucic, Lewis, Daryl Sutter, Tyler. Yeah, their coach from when they yeah. won the cup. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, obviously pulling for Quickie and Kopitar and Dustin Brown, Kempe, like all those guys. And then, but also like all the guys on the flames were kings too. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Do I wear my Toffoli Flames jersey? <laughs> wear a Toffoli wear my Kings jersey. And Toffoli then you're like, Kings jersey. Do I wear my Turner Kings jersey? I don't what do know. I do? It's tough. I don't know. 
You're silly. I have a uh, I have like a, a flame on my head at all times, so yeah. I could wear a king's jersey and then be like flames. Yeah, on top. It'll and be good. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That was not on the docket. Sorry. Yeah, I, we I went off script. Like this is why right people say you. our show isn't organized. It is unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have to. I don't know if everyone. I'm assuming not a lot of people do Twitter, but if you were on Twitter, I shared a little bit about a literal wild goose chase that i went on mother goose the goose is loose the goose was not loose so we alluded to this that we love pittsburgh because i love a walkable city and i love that i get to walk with you to breakfast i get to walk with you to the field and drop you off like a little schoolboy, and then i walk (laughs) my way back (laughs) sounded creepy (laughs) No, it was cute. Okay. But I get to take you to work. And sad, but the Clemente Bridge is closed. Yeah, which is probably one of the best parts about the backdrop in Pittsburgh. It's just the yellow gold Clemente Bridge. The buildings do not, it looks like a painting. It looks like, I said Sesame Street, like when you think of like in terms of the buildings not looking real, but it looks like a set. What's the Jim Carrey movie when he's in the dome? What? Um, Cable guy? No. Oh, no, the dome. No, what do you no, mean? Um, oh, Any more context? When it's like the TV show about him. Oh, the Truman Show. Truman Show. Yes, yeah. that's what it, it feels like. It's like painted on the. Yeah, like yeah. it looks like a backdrop. Yeah. And so the Clemente Bridge is closed for renovation. Which, me just being this optimistic person, I'm thinking, oh, it's only closed today. There was this big I plastic <laughs> tarp over it. I'm like, oh, maybe they're just power like, washing maybe it. Maybe they'll be done by five and sprucing it up. You know. I don't know. We have like a four time nominee in the house. So maybe they just wanted it to look nice for you. And I'm thinking, okay, at least it'll be done like for the second or the third game. And then I was talking to some Dodger fans that had asked and it's actually closed through the entire year. Yeah. It's not opening until like October or something, right? Yeah. Like after the Clemente day in September. That's some serious deep cleaning. Oh, it's going to be a beaut, but it's really sad for people that I was talking to a lot of Dodger fans that came out from LA for the series. And it's sad because it's such a cool part of the backdrop and walking to the field. But anyways, so we wonder if they're keeping all the locks on there. No, they take them, they pop them off all the time. It's turned into like the bridge in Paris where people put the locks on it, but they get popped off all the time. But so we had to take, there's three bridges, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we took the Andy Warhol bridge, which is the second, yeah, second bridge and dropped you off and just a normal day, just an ordinary day, Vanessa Carlton and drop you off. And then I'm walking. And then instead of taking the the same bridge back. I'm going to walk along the river because it's beautiful. It's actually, I've done kayaking there. It was, it wasn't open yet cause it's not summertime, but Mariana and I actually did kayaking yeah. one time, which was super fun. Walking along the bridge. I see this gal and she is walking over to, well, there's a few geese, but she's walking over to this one goose in particular and I'm nosy. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I walk over and I see a yellow, tag on the goose's neck i'm like is that a mask and the lady's like it's so sad i'm trying to get it but i don't have any food on me and i'm just kind of like oh no like this is awful like it could get snagged on something it could be in the water and get stuck like I, this is just horrible like you think of growing up when we had the well we still I, the six I packs and we were taught to cut them and i remember like early in the pandemic when people were saying make sure you cut your mask strings 
But I think this like had to have been a prank or something. Like someone had to put this on him. I don't think he swam. Cause like geese, like I was as an observer, y'all get to this for two straight days of their um, living habits. I don't think it happened <laughs> naturally. I think someone probably got him to come over with food and then put the mask over his neck. And me being um, a newly minted um, savior of the aviary community, I feel a <laughs> personal like attachment <laughs> to this goose. I just can't leave him. And the lady has said, well, my lunch break's over. I have to go back. I'm like, okay, I got, I'll take next shift. And so I just post up by this goose and I'm just thinking, how is this going to go down? Because growing up, we would feed the geese uh, like old cereal. Sorry, it wasn't fresh cereal, but if we had stale cereal or whatever, you I, we would go by this Lake Bear house and you hold your hand flat. It would come up and I didn't love it because it kind of, they are kind of scary. Yeah. And they would come up and they get really close to you. So I'm just thinking I can get this goose close to me and then I'm just going to grab the mask. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's actually going to happen. Like that actually kind of scared me. So I'm, I see a lady but I'm going to try it. So I see a lady with a dog and I just say, do you have any dog treats? And she pulls out like this mega milk bone and her dog actually looked at me like. That's mine. Yeah. He was not happy, <laughs> but I had this mega milk bone and I'm like, okay, I'm going to break it up. And I walk over back to the geese and they all just swarm me and they start hissing at me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, take it. And I'm like throwing it at them. And then I just like walk away. So I'm like, this is not going to be so one. that backfired. One, this is not going to be a one person job. So I see I'm near the goose still. I think we're in like hour two at this point of me doing absolutely nothing. And I see a group of like six or seven Dodger fans walking by. They had actually said hi to you earlier when you were walking to the field, like yep. the right before I dropped you off. And they're like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm trying to get this goose has a mask on its neck, but I need, I need more people to help me because I'm going to try to get someone to feed him. And then while they're feeding him, like I'm going to grab the mask. Well, we try, we're running around. They're going to try to do like this. They had a Jersey, which like bless them for like putting their, trying to put this Jersey on this goose and like <laughs> kind of like corral I'm him. Trying to make him a Dodger fan. Yeah, honestly, it's like the cement geese in front of your house, but they go to put the Jersey around and we kind of, I don't know, we circle around him. I have video of all of this. I need to compile it into like the greatest reels ever, but it's just not, everyone gets scared. Like we find a lady that was eating a sandwich and we take the rest of her bread because she was about to throw it away. And then we have this bread and we're kind of like getting, they're coming up to us. But I just think the execution, we just couldn't get there. We just, because it was under like looking closer, the mask was almost like it was put on him and then pulled up under his feathers. Yeah. So it wasn't just going to be a quick like, because in my mind I thought, oh, let me get like a hanger or something or pull it and then just scissor. Because I even text you. Yeah. I said, I need a big bag of popcorn and I need scissors. Yeah. And you're like, what? Do you need me to come out there? I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I just pull it and snip it and we're good. Yeah. But it wasn't going to be that simple. It was really like almost like growing into his feathers. It was yeah. wild. So Dodger fans and I go through probably, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour of this. By the way, I'm sunburnt. Like- a mother yeah, like it is fried. insane because I didn't fried. I didn't expect to be out in direct sun for this long but so eventually the goose gets kind of spooked and ends up flying into the water and we just thought okay it's over like we're not going to see him again so I thank them I tell them I'll see him at the game and I walk back down the river to head towards the hotel but I'm not done 
So I go down this little side path and I see my little friend. And I'm like, sorry, buddy. Like, we're just trying to help you. I'm obviously talking to him, not myself. I'm talking to him this time. Same difference. And just letting him know that I'm going to help him. And I don't know. So I stay with him for a little bit and then I decide to tweet because I'm thinking I'm out of my, like, I don't, I've yeah. you exhausted. Need a, you need the expertise. Yeah. I'm, you need Ace Ventura to come in. I've exhausted my resources and I need some help. So I tweet and I just say, this is sad. Like, please cut your mask strings and throw them away. Like, I don't know. And, um, Jennifer on Twitter, shout out Jennifer responds and says, I will contact some wildlife rescues for you. Cause I had called animal control and they closed at 3 PM. And I think it was four o'clock at this point, which yeah. that means I was out there for two hours. And so they were closed, done for the day. That means you're out there for almost three hours. Yeah. It ended up being a lot of hours and she gets a hold of someone, but they are going to come in the morning at 7 a.m. So I actually have to go back and shower and get ready for the game at this point. I think the game is at like 630. Yep. So I'm like, hang there with him for a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, I'll try again tomorrow. But he, at that point, he's trying to pull at the mask, but it's yeah, like a N95. Like yeah. He's biting at his feathers. It was really, really sad. So you could tell it was just bothering him, but it was one of those really good surgical masks that just, cause I feel like the ones that I got are like, you'll put them on and it'll just pop. And I kept thinking yeah. like, it's going to pop, but no, it was one of the, like almost the like strings the were like ones. spongy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like yeah. that foam kind of material. And so I go back to the hotel and we do it all again the next day. I go to walk you to the field and I'm thinking maybe I'm going to find Maverick. I'm going to find the goose. You named him Maverick, right? Well, because of Goose and Maverick. Yeah. I've never actually seen all of Top Gun yeah. in one sitting. Out. Yeah, the new one. And Fired up. <laughs> but I named him Maverick because I thought that was cute. Yep. And so I'm walking back all along the river on the grass area where I first saw him. I don't see him. And I keep walking. And then I go down this little like fern gully off the side of the river, like down these rocks. And he's just sitting there in the water. I'm like, oh my God, I found him again. And I actually go on Twitter and I read my messages and the rescuer was there from 7 to 9 a.m. and couldn't find him. Oh, really? Yeah. And she walked the entire river and just didn't see him and she had to go to work. So I get on there and I ask for the direct line for the wildlife rescue and I get, I text the dispatcher and then he gets me in contact with Rebecca, Rebecca, who was the one that came that morning. And so I text her. I said, I'm here. I have eyes on the goose. And let me know what I should do. And she said, oh, I'll have to work till four, but I might be able to get out earlier and I can meet you and we can do this. She said that there was a duck with a fishing hook in its, um, I don't know what it would be, like his... Paw. <laughs> no, it's like a... What is a goose... A duck? Yeah, but a fin? No, what a is flapper? it called? Foot? Webbed feet. It's Web a, foot. a foot. Is it a foot? It's a foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there was a fishing hook like in its leg or it's, I don't know. So that took priority over my mast goose, um, which is understandable. Obviously, that's more of a um, dire situation. So she said, this is like 2.30 at this point. So she says, I'll meet you around four. So um, she said, I, I'll have... Um, 
some snack, like a snack for him to get him over. Duck's feet are called palmate. What? I don't know. Okay. Well, we're going to go with foot. Webbed foot. Yeah. So I walk back to the, like an idiot. Well, I sit there with him for like a half hour and I talk to him and he comes right up to me and he's walking around and the security guard says, oh, that thing's been on him forever. And everyone thinks they can get it off of him. I'm like, well, yeah, but we have to. Like, obviously, like something has to work. He, they're friendly enough because there's probably so many people that feed him. She's like, you haven't met me, buddy. Yeah, I'm like, I don't give up. And so like an idiot, I go back to the hotel. I put sunscreen on. I didn't expect to really see the goose the second day. So I sunscreen. I literally text her. I'm like, how's it going mm. with Maverick? And she's like, I went back to the hotel because I had to put sunscreen on. Well, and I, I got like, a bag oh. of chips. Yeah. And... I just kind of like reset because I was already out there for so long and and he was coming right up to me and he was kind of in his little like cove. I just thought there was no way he was going to leave. So I meet her back at four. She finds parking. We meet under the bridge, like right by the statues. And I'm like, I don't see him. And she's like, okay, well, let's walk the river. Like surely we'll see. We'll see him if he's here unless it already fell off. I'm like, it didn't fall off for sure. We walk. Well, I don't know how much we walked in this moment, but I walked a total of 10 miles that day. Yeah. So we walked all the way down to Heinz Field, which is where the Steelers play. Yep. And Didn't you get to the casino? No? Oh, I'm sure. I don't even know. I, my eyes were like solely on like the river and the grass back and forth. But we walked so far and we don't see him. We see a mama goose with its little ducklings, which was really cute. And so many, but I know that Maverick has this little white feather on its left side. And I, cause I took a close up photo for markings to make sure if I saw him again and it was not there, I would know that it got the off. Big yellow mask wouldn't give it away. No, if it came off. Oh, got like it, if got I it, saw him yeah, and he yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. have it. So yeah. I'm looking at every goose and I'm taking photos of him and zooming in. I'm like, not him, not him, not him. We saw like 30 geese on this walk <clears throat> and we're walking back and I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, yeah, how crazy. like I had him and I left like an idiot and I even text you I was like it's over like it's done like he's gone and the rescuer came all the way there left work I feel so bad and I think at this point I was there with her for like maybe an hour and a half already like yeah I don't know at least well over an hour we walked so far and we're like coming up an hour or two and she was in a parking spot where she had to leave you have to move your car an hour before the game or something like that. So she's like, okay, I have to go. Like I can, I can come back. She's like, when do you leave Pittsburgh? So I leave tomorrow after the game. She had no idea like why I was in Pittsburgh. Like never even asked questions. She was all business. But I was like, oh, I leave tomorrow. She's like, why is this woman like come to Pittsburgh and spend all of her time on this goose? But, um, (laughs) so she's like, I have to move my car. I'm going to get towed, but I can be here at 7am. I said, great. I'll be there at 7am. And then have you seen free Willie? Yes. Okay. So we're standing there. Who hasn't seen Free Willy? I don't know. Uh, and all of a sudden, Maverick flies over my head in slow motion, flapping his wings, like almost like paused over my head. And I just see the mask dangling. And I'm like, it's him. And did Michael Jackson start singing? Yes. <laughs> totally and I'm like oh my gosh and like Rebecca didn't really get like excited like she just like was like okay he's here 
let's go. Go to work. I got to yeah. move my car. Like I'm sitting there like, I can't even believe this. Like the miles and miles stretch of this river and Maverick is soaring over my head. <laughs> like I just can, I will never forget that for as long as I live. This goose flying over my head. Golden goose. Unbelievable. Golden, golden mass goose. Yes. And lands right behind me like in the same grassy area where I first spotted him the day before. And I'm like, okay, Rebecca, what's the plan? Thinking like, I'm going to have this like major role in the plan. Yep. And she goes, okay, so don't, because originally the dispatcher said, don't look them in the eye because they get suspect of someone onto them and they'll get spooked and they'll run away. So she basically said, I have my bread here which she's like, you're not supposed to give them bread, but like they love bread. So like we're desperate. We have to give them some of this loaf. And she said, give all of our attention because there was more geese over there. Give all of our attention to the other geese. Don't look at Maverick. So I'm like, okay. And and then what's the next part? And then she never tells me the next part. And I know now <laughs> why she didn't tell me the next part. So she's like giving him the bread, giving like giving the other geese the bread. like, And he kind of like runs over. And Rebecca... In one foul, one foul swoop, just literally, I know it's one foul swoop, but foul, yeah, get it? I get Bird. it. Yep. Just tackles Maverick. I know. Like a linebacker. Open field. Unbelievable. Like, like she needs to work for Dodger around. Stadium security when yeah. people rush. Honestly, unbelievable. Just no fear, no gloves, nothing. And just holds Maverick in like this bear hug. And then I'm like, oh, should I go grab the scissors? And she's just like, <laughs> she just like grabs the mask, gets it out from under the, it was really in there and like pulls it over his head and just holds up the mask to me and smiles. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you did like, it. I'm like, I cannot believe it. And she's like, okay, I'm going to let him go. You ready? And I'm filming, I'm filming the whole freaking thing because I clearly didn't have any important role in this whole thing <laughs> other than just stand there and film. And then she just releases him and he just like flaps his wings and flies away. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. I just, I truly like, it's been a couple of days and I still have not, like, I don't get this excited about a lot of things, but no, I was don't. fired up. Like, I imagine that's how you felt hitting your home run last night. Like, just like unbelievable rush. Yeah. You cannot believe it. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm just sitting here, like just replaying in my head and I just, I couldn't even process it. And then I hold up the mask cause she hands me the mask. I hold up the mask. She snaps a picture of me. She high fives me and she's like, all right, take care. I'm like, that's it. it? We've been through so much together. I'm like, <laughs> that's it. And she goes, I will say like from everyone I talked to this morning when I was walking the river, this goose has been like this for a long time. And you were the first person that called in. And I was like, oh my God, no one cares. Everyone you wants cared. to care about it you and cared. like try to grab him. But like, I don't know. I just shout out to Twitter for helping me. I want to uh, know a couple things. Down. I'm here. I have all the, the answers. Like how long was this mask on this goose? Like was, are we talking like a month? I don't think like so. Weeks? Cause I in, like, I inspected it. Cause I actually ended up cutting the strings and throwing it away. Like someone else should have done instead of putting it on the neck of a goose. But it True. didn't, it was dirty and it was like very wet. Cause he kept, what he was doing when I saw him was he kept trying to dunk it in the water, to like yeah. pull it down. And then he would try to bite at it, but it wasn't like rotting. I would say like five days maybe. Okay. 
I have a picture of it. I'll have to post. I have, I need to make a whole video of this. I don't want people to get upset at the visual of Rebecca grabbing the goose because I don't think she had a choice. I think that, and him flying away was nice because yeah. obviously he's fine. And it could have been like dire consequences if the mask didn't come off. 100%. But I think it is a little like shock when you see her make the move. So I don't want people to get upset at the video. But um, I think it's important for people to see this happening. The heroics. Yeah, well, just like you putting a like I don't know. Yeah. Just the whole. Okay, I have two more questions. Okay. I'm gonna ask three because you usually ask me three. Okay. So I'm gonna ask three. Straight. I'm here. Um. Do you think the goose was specifically hanging out in that area because there was a lot of people and he was hoping that someone would help him get the mask off? I think they hang around that area because it's near the stadium and a lot of people probably leave food? the games with food. But I do think that Maverick and I established a trust. Okay. Because I was telling him, I'm going to help you. I'm not threatening. And I kept like, I would sit near him and he would come up to me and I would never move towards him. Like once we, once I realized like he didn't, like once the Dodger fan like chase kind of happened, I was like, okay, I need him to know that I'm not going to go at, like go after him and he's going to come to me. And so I truly think when he flew to me that we like, that was because it was me. And I know that that might be like very bold to say. But you had a connection. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. Yeah. Like how long is that river walk? <laughs> it's so long. Like I, <laughs> I needed someone else there think, other well, than you, Rebecca that's so used to these heroic. I mean, I Googled her and she is like, she's been arrested for like all these like pro, like she's done some shit. She is a boss. Yeah. But she is like no fear. I'm telling you, if there is an apocalypse, I, I saved her cell phone number. I'm calling her. <laughs> but- like, I think to her, it was just like another rescue. But like, to me seeing, like we had given up yeah. and like, there was no guarantee that we're going to see him the next morning either. Mm -hmm. And then we were leaving. The game was early. The game was at noon. Like I didn't have a lot of time the next day. Like that timing, like I just, I don't know. It's something about me and, the, and birds lately. And I'm actually like telling you, I'm kind of scared of birds. But now uh, I have this like... Now all the bird comics are making sense in the LA Times, right? I know. It's like crazy. Every day. It is so crazy. Um, Third question. Okay. Oh, yeah. You get one more. Okay. Do you think Maverick <laughs> is a Pittsburgh goose or he was just like waiting to get his mask off and then once you took it off, he was like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> well, because it was yellow. And he's gone. Yeah, it was and yellow. he just like flew and he, well, went, he on, went north or something. Well, someone on Twitter, when I posted the goose with the mask, they're like, oh, that had to be, it was a Giants fan that tweeted me and said, oh, it had to be a Dodgers fan. Like Pittsburgh people wouldn't do that. I'm like, the mask is yellow. Yeah. Black and yellow. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Come on. Every Penguins, Pirates, Steelers. Yes. Figure it out, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, troll somewhere else. Like, yeah. Get off my timeline, Giants yeah. fan. Get out What's of my mentions. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think there was a lot. There's a lot of geese there. And I think it's just an area of like a lot of tourists that probably feed them. So if we go back, you are fully going to be like on the lookout for Maverick. Yeah, but I, I think that like through the molting process of the feathers shedding and uh, getting shed fresh feathers, feather. he might shed the white feather. But I don't know. I'll never know. Maybe I'll look at the photos and see if there's any like beak or like something notable on Maybe. him, like a, on his paw. <laughs> on his paw. <laughs> on his duck foot. Um, duck butt. Okay. Well, speaking of birds, do we have a patches update? 
We have a patches update. I think patches is close to being ready. The tail feathers are growing in strong and I convinced patches rehabber Tina Tina to get a TikTok. So Tina is on TikTok. She said, I don't know how to do social media, but I have to say she's already adding inspirational music to patches videos. Her possums are on there. I think she's going to do great. But it's Christina P, <clears throat> by the way, if you want to see her videos but with a K. Yeah, K-I-R-S-T-I-N-A-P. So it's Kirstina P on TikTok. Find her. She's doing good. She only has a couple of videos. But there's yeah. one of like, there's one of Patches, like <laughs> literally like trying to fly out of the cage. So I, he's getting close. And she put it to the Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. She's funny. And it's funny because she's, putting patches in there and while she's doing it the possum is on her shoulder yeah like, just like chilling like <laughs> it's so good I the possum like, is huge already. i know i know it's so big I so know. fast i know i don't know what she's gonna do with those possums well they have to go back out now that yeah. they're old enough but they were too little before they For wouldn't sure. have made it but she's been feeding them yeah um and they're growing big and strong so yeah i don't know a lot of people have asked about being there for the patches release i don't know i think it has to be in our backyard just because We've seen a lot of his friends come back and I just... You don't want to invite everyone? I thought about it. <laughs> I did, like a park and meeting there. I just think, I, I don't know. I'm into our backyard. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think he's getting close. He's getting antsy and probably doesn't understand why he can't go out and fly. I think if he was raised as a domestic bird, he wouldn't have this strong desire to fly and get out there. Like, I think he would be used to cage life, but I think he's, she said he's pacing and he's really trying to fly, but it's just, he needs a little more of his tail feathers. And he's, what's it been? It's been three weeks now. Oh my gosh. Like a, almost a month. Almost right? a month. Yeah. yeah. He's just been sitting in his little cage in the window, looking out, yeah. seeing all of his other dove buddies flying around. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, Akon locked up. I know. No, he's, he's going to be good. He'll be grateful. I think. And then yeah. maybe he'll come back and visit. I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to check Eventually, I'm going to be like Ace Ventura where I just spread my arms out like, and all my former... Come to me. <laughs> my jungle friends. And they all just land on me. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't know what's going on. And then my friend, Miori, posted a uh, slide. There's this flyer in her neighborhood. This rare bird is missing and it, they're offering a reward and it's reminding me of the rare albino pigeon in Ace Ventura. Yeah. And it's like a peach colored feather. It's actually really cool. But I'm like, do I go? F like, I don't know. Maybe this Maybe bird will come to me. Maybe you should just go over there. And I know. Just walk the neighborhood. See, I don't know. It's possible. I think someone probably took it. Some of those birds are like wild, wild expensive. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But all positive things. All positive things. It was just funny. Normally in Pittsburgh, we go to the zoo or we go, I don't know, the casino, different places. Uh, it was all, I just was with the goose. The goose it was, was all loose. Maverick. And then after we freed the goose, you just went on a tear. I think it was that mask was maybe on the goose the entire season. And you then thought that it was, was like <laughs> symbolism for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then the goose was loose. You never know. The golden goose. Golden goose. It's possible. But yep. you also had a fun little game in Chicago when you were mic'd up. Oh, yeah. Sunday night baseball. It's interesting. So you got... The mic passed to you. From Lindor. From Lindor. And you 
Well, you were DH. So that's interesting. Like it would have been weird. I mean, guys have been doing it where they're mic'd up. Have you, you've done that before in spring where you're mic'd up playing third? Yeah. Well, originally I wasn't even playing because they had a righty going and they were just going to give me a day off. And then Stroman got COVID mm-hmm. and scratched. So they started a lefty. So then I got scratched into the lineup and was like, okay. And I wasn't going to wear the mic if I was sitting on the bench. I was like, I'm not going to just wear this microphone sitting on the bench, think, not doing anything. Well, also like you have to tell people that you're mic'd up, right? Yeah, not that yeah, anyone's yeah. like saying anything wildly inappropriate, but just even talking like you're live on the air. And if they're talking about maybe strategy or something or. Yeah, a little bit. A little I don't bit, know. But I don't know what I, I haven't like, I don't know what clips they use. Cause I was mic'd up for the first four innings, but I was only like on air with the during guys the in the fourth booth inning, during, during the fourth yeah. inning. But usually what happens is like during these broadcasts, they'll be like, oh, we'll go check in and see what's going yeah. on. And they'll like take clips from like conversations in the dugout or whatever. And uh, the one funny one was um, Heaney talking about doing the, because we always do the crosswords. And yeah. Sunday, LA Times is like so hard. It's impossible. I didn't open it. Heaney came up to me and was like, dude. Finished the LA Times this morning, like completed it. Like I'm so fired up. Like I feel so good about myself. Like, <laughs> like going on and on about doing this. And I like looked at him and I'm like pointing at the mic and he's like, Are you mic'd up? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Everyone in the country is gonna think I'm such a nerd. <laughs> no, I would be like, yeah, please no. put that on the broadcast. It if was I did funny. The, if I even got five in the Sunday LA Times crossword, yeah. I would be stoked. I would, that's what I told him. Like, dude, are you kidding me? I'd be bragging about it. Come that's, Thursday, it's I'm toast. And yeah. I need to keep trying it because I know there's a lot of repeats and you get a lot of like kind of like strategy and learning how it kind of yeah. works and a lot like of the what puns the and mean, yeah, yeah, different things. So I need to just keep pushing through. But normally after Thursday, I'm like, I can't even, I'll just read the comics. Yeah. But it was cool. And there was some, there was some you action. A blooper. Well, there was some action for sure. There was a full nut grab. Yeah. <laughs> full reach around. Well, did you knew you were mic'd up, but you didn't think you were live on the reach around. So here's what happened. When Muncie was hitting, I was on deck so I said, guys, I'm I'm taking my earpiece out because you have an earpiece, so you, were you can like hear. Like ripping them. it off, it was almost like you were like storming out of a interview that you didn't like. You were like, no, you pulled it out. Well, it was hard to get out of my. It's like a tiny little thing. So yeah. like I had batting gloves on, and I'm trying to like take it out of my ear. It was hard. So I like take my earpiece out and I put it in my pocket. So I'm like, you feel like okay, I'm off, right? But I still had the microphone on, mm, mm-hmm. and so the whole play, ball in the dirt, Contreras grabs Muncie's junk, reaches, reaches around. Uh, Muncie goes down. <laughs> trainers come out. I thought it was his shoulder because he was like flapping his arms. Uh, no, not the shoulder. <laughs> not the shoulder. <laughs> um, I know, but on like I went to pull up on my phone because I'll have the broadcast on there. And sometimes if I misplays, like they're obviously going to replay it. Yeah. And so I go on there and I just see him like, I don't know. At first I saw him like move his shoulder. I was like, okay, he's working through something. But anyway, so... Like Laz Diaz was the umpire. He came over and he's like trying to tell Muncie to whistle. And apparently that that's how he knew if it was bad or not when he was a kid. Um, what? Yeah. He said his dad told him <laughs> that if he could whistle, that it wasn't that bad. But if you couldn't whistle, then then he knew you were really hurting. Huh? Yeah. Never heard of that one. Okay. Um, I think you should try it if you ever get hit in the junkaroo. 
Try to whistle. Yeah, hopefully I don't Does have to try it. Does it work for like any pain? I don't know. I think it's just... Just a, a detouch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So anyways, I go up. Um, Muncie ends up walking. Base is loaded. I hit a sack fly. Come back in the dugout. A sack fly? <laughs> I, hit a, I did hit a sack fly. Muncie didn't score. You were though. just whistling all the way around the bases? Yeah. Oh, no, um, you didn't really get to go around the bases. You had to stop. <laughs> so I come back in the dugout and someone's like... And I still don't have my earpiece in. So like I'm, I completely forgot at this time that I have the mic on still. And someone's like, dude, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. Like Contreras gave him like a full reach around. And apparently that was on hot mic. Yep. It got picked up. Yep. Yeah. So. It's okay. But there was a cool part about it. Um, Adam Jones actually tweeted the broadcast. It was like, hey, thanks for introducing me to my wife. Yeah, that was cool. And... It sucks because I actually told the guys the whole story about it didn't make it on how they met in between innings, but they didn't use it. They should have used it. Yeah. It was kind of a cool story. I know. I wonder, I don't know. I'm like back and forth about it. It's so weird to think that you're mic'd up during an actual baseball game. I get it in spring training and I get like Dino being mic'd up and all of that, which Dino is a delight to watch mic'd yeah. up. He honestly lives for the stage, but I don't know. And, but it's obviously like if you thought it was fine, like, would, do you think it would have been hard when you were on third to hear it? Cause I've heard some of the guys, I think Kike did it and then Joey Votto did it and they would be like, oh gosh, I got to stop talking to you guys. Like, I'm, I got to get ready. Like, I, like, I have to make sure like a ball doesn't come out or like, I'm, I don't know. Like, is it strange? Uh, it's, it's different, but it's not because if I didn't have them in my ear talking, like, I would be talking to the umpire or I'd be talking to the third base coach. Or I'd be talking to Trey. Like there's constant like conversations yeah, going but those on in between when pitches. Yeah. You want them to stop. Like the, you would have heard what they were saying. Well, yeah. The I don't think I would be like answering or talking like as a pitch is being thrown. But what if they're like, oh God, it's coming for him. And then you'd be like, well, <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I would obviously be able to see that the ball was like coming at me. So I don't know. I, I think it's kind of cool. I think it just kind of opens some stuff up for the fans and gives them like a little bit of a inside yeah look at what goes on um and some of the interactions so yeah i don't know it was fun and then got to pass it to harrison bader which was cool because he's a vayner client so yeah we have the same agent did they tell you who to pass it to can you give away the secret or was that your nomination i asked what the game was and they said giants cardinals and i was like oh cardinals harrison bader let's go that's cool yeah. I know I would have I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's tough. I'm obviously not passing it to a Giants player. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I think I'd have to think about who I'd want it to be. But they've had some good guys, so I mean Joey Votto is just one of a kind. It'd so. be pure entertainment though to have Jock mic'd up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Well, I, want, I mean, if they're going to keep it going, I'm sure there'll be more like giant Sunday night baseball. Oh, uh, like there's they, usually like three. We, we you have, guys get a lot of them. I think we have another one coming up at yeah. home, maybe against the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well. What else is that? It. That's it. We're gonna let really? you go to the field. I mean, we could talk forever, but I mean, when you're talking about birds, it just really flies by. You don't want to touch real quick on your uh, your gig that you pulled. Oh, yeah. So I am, I don't know how this happened. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I will be emceeing an event. It's because of this podcast, I'm telling you. I'm a host now, I guess. The hostess with the mostest. It's the Blue Jean Mile, and it'll be actually at USC, the track, uh, on May 22nd. This 
is not an ad. I'm just sharing because I'm excited. I'll be emceeing alongside Dina Castor and it's an event. It's raising money and awareness for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. I'll actually have an episode next week. I'll send out some prompts for that one with Ilana. She's going to come back on. But um, the race uh, was inspired by someone who was raising awareness actually in in honor of his brother. So you run a mile at the USC track uh, in blue jeans. Yep. Which I think honestly, Johnny, the athlete that started this, I think he did it in like four minutes and like 20 seconds. Like it's absurd. In jeans. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, I don't even know. I'm going to try to see if I can do jeggings or something. Maybe like the <laughs> ones that have the printed. Wait, on. are you going to run the mile too? They said at the end, I'm going to have an opportunity. So I'll be kicking everyone off. So it actually, you can sign up. It's free. I'm going to post a link, but you can sign up to run like it's Skid Row Running Club or LA Road Runners. Uh, different groups are each going to have a little half hour slot. So I'll be like introducing each of the groups going out and running. And then at the end, they said, I'll have an Is opportunity. Is your team running? Your team from? My LA Ambassadors? No, they, uh, the, that you run with on Saturday. Oh, the Pacers? Pacers? They have a group too. Oh, they yeah. do have a group? Cool. Yeah, so the Ambassadors will be out there and it'll be fun. Nice. I know. You'll gonna, be out of town. You're going to do great. Thank you. I'm I excited. Hope so. I hope some people capture some good content of you <laughs> emceeing. Oh, I'll be capturing all the content. Don't you worry about that. I will feed the content machine. But you yeah. better not try to like play it straight. I want to hear some like punchlines and, and a little bit of humor in there. I'll see. It's early. It is a charity now. event and it is early, but No, it'll be fun. It's they're gonna we're gonna have a DJ. Go DJ. DJ is gonna be spinning and I'll be getting there. I think it starts at like I have to be there at like It's seven. a long day, right? You're uh-huh. emceeing for like five hours. Oh yeah. Oof. Lots of coffee. Oof. But I'm going to try boba. to do lots the, of boba. Yes, lots of it's boba time. Um, I will try to do the mile at the end. But I, I, don't, I don't know if I can do this under 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. I don't know. We oh. walk a mile in 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll have to wear like some stretchy jeans. We'll see. You got to get those like sweatpants that look like jeans. But they're really I said jeggings with the printed on, yeah, yeah, with yeah. like the printed on yeah. zipper and like the printed on pockets. Yeah. Yeah. I think those might be, I wouldn't be able to go for the world record but eh. i don't think i'm going for that anyways but yeah if you guys are in town and want to come by and see it i'll post a link and hope i see some of you there i'll have sticker maybe i'll have stickers in my jeans what if this is like the first event of like you're just hosting career and you just take really off cool. i mean i do i always wanted to be dr phil but now i kind of want to host a game show so i know i was gonna say family feud what if you like are Take over for Steve on Family That Feud. would be big shoes to fill. I know. I don't know. There's so many game, like random game shows on Game Show Network. Like surely I could slip into one of them. Right. Like a late night one. Yeah. Take Any, over for Joey Fatone. Some of these people that are hosting, I'm like, oh, anyone can do this. I don't know about that, but yeah. What do you mean you don't know about that? <laughs> There's a few that are rough, but There's like some, the late night shows. Yeah. But I don't know. Everyone's doing their best, but I'm nervous, but I'm excited. It'll be cool all for a good cause and it's right up my alley i i am very very excited for next week's episode um i think it's a super important conversation awesome event to raise awareness get everyone out there and get that conversation going awesome keep it going keep it going yeah so that's gonna do it for this week 
Reminder, as always, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and rate and review the podcast. We got some really, really beautiful reviews yeah. on Apple this week that I really liked reading. I have to post one, but it's going to be like multiple slides because it was very long. I don't know if you've read that one yet, but it was very sweet. I didn't read that one. Yeah. But you also passed out a lot of stickers last night. So many stickers. I got to get more. But I love everyone coming up and asking about patches and saying hello. Makes me happy. And asking in Spanish. No one's done that yet, but they said I should have figured out how to ask in Spanish, but I'm going to. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And I will talk to you next week. See ya. Bye.